Like he's what? What is he? The second biggest star in MMA right now? Uh, who's gotta that? be close. You talking about Street? Masvidal? Yeah. I mean, second look, he's got, biggest. He's gotta be right. Can't be. Maybe third under Jones. I mean, who's who's bigger than Masvidal right now? I think he's McGregor, Jones, maybe, and then who McGregor, else? Adesanya, Jones, maybe Adesanya. Yeah, <laughs> yeah three. So number four. That's. I mean, I can't think of a, another one. Yeah. My jiu-jitsu coach again, Mike Sanford, at American Top Team, Gulf Coast, Diaboville, and uh, Gulfport. So we're going to talk about some of the fights that happened the past week, I guess, because there's two cards, and then one coming up this weekend. Yeah, big one this weekend. Yeah. Is that probably the most excited you've been for a fight for a while? Yeah, man. Something about, you know, whenever McGregor fights, it's uh, it's extra exciting these days because, you know, it's he's he's kind of changed the game in a lot of ways, you know? Oh, yeah. He hasn't fought in a year. The last one was Cowboy. When was that? Yeah. Like December or something? Yeah. It was, uh, no, was it? It was earlier in December. Uh, was, uh, I can't remember exactly. Let's talk, let's talk about the Max Holloway Calvin Cater fight, which I think Calvin Cater is a beast. I knew that because we fought in my first fight in the UFC was his first fight in the UFC, UFC 220. Remember, he fought um, Shane Burgos. That was his second fight, though. He fought. He actually. So you you were gonna fight in the contender series when he got his first fight. He fought Andre Feely. Remember, we, we he was in the same locker room as us when we were getting Jason ready. Who so did? Cater. Did he? Yeah, yeah. So me and you were uh, getting Jason ready for his fight with Lamas, and Cater got on that card. He fought Andre Feely, and when I saw him hitting pads, I just remember thinking to myself, Andre Feely's in for a rough night. <laughs> Dang, how do yeah. I not remember that? Oh, man, he was in there with us, and he was sharp on those pads. And I remember being really impressed with him and wondering why I didn't know who he was. <laughs> so this was the same night that – or the same weekend before that I fought Contender Series? Yeah, it was – So uh, I just flew out from – I wasn't yeah. there for the fight. Remember, I wasn't in the corner. I had to fly out to go to Vegas. Yeah, no, you, you were there for most of the week, though. And yeah. I I'd never heard of the dude then. Yeah, but you saw him on the – you were watching him. Everyone was watching him. <laughs> I don't and I don't remember. So how'd that fight go? Yeah. Uh, he he beat Feely. Yeah, and that was Easy. his first fight. Um, you know, it was it was his first UFC fight. I didn't really get to watch. I was cornering that night, so um, you know, I don't I don't uh, remember the details, but I remember it was a pretty clear win for Cater. You know, it was an impressive. It was kind of what I expected when I saw the way he was moving the back. You know, it's hard it's hard to tell when somebody hits pads sometimes. Yeah, because you got some guys that are super sharp in the pads and they can't fight at all. Exactly because the pads don't move, run away yeah. like the person does or move like the person does. That's why when I hold, like I try to make it as realistic to the way that he can be. Like some people hold the pads and they'll hold right here and then move this way and. I'm like, it, it just is not realistic. I'm going to hold the pads, and then you get to the angle where it's over here, hard for me to hold, and I'm going to find a way to hold it from right there because that's going to be the realistic look you're going to have and mm -hmm. feel for me. You know what I mean? Most people don't hit the pads the same way that they hit or fight. You know what I mean? But at the same time, there's some guys you can just see their form and be like, that oh, guy dude, can fight. Dude's a monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I remember like Mike Davis. When you see Mike Davis's fighting stance, like, all right, that guy can fight. You're like that. Cater's like that. You just have really good fundamental stances, and everything comes from that stance. Looks powerful. Looks crisp. Like, you know, so you can kind of get a feel, you know, but it's still no guarantee until fight night. And Andre oh, Feely yeah. is really experienced. That's a tough first fight because Andre Feely was, I think he was ranked back then. Matt, so, that was a big uh, opportunity. Must have been short notice then. It was short notice, I think, yeah. He looked good then. Then when he fought. Shane Burgos and Shane Burgos is a beast. Yeah. He was in the same locker room as us. Remember, it was just us two in there. Mm -hmm. Or no, it was three of us. Uh, the Julian dude, uh, another dude that was on the Contender Series. He's doing pretty good too. But um, he looked good that night. It was back and forth. Shane Burgos has really good striking too, good boxing. But he ended up catching him later on and finishing him. I want to. Did he finish him with a submission or did he finish him with? 
I think I'm thinking of when Shane fought Kurt. Kurt, and, yeah, because he Kurt knocked him out basically, and then you know he got yeah. armbar and Kurt. But yeah, so Calvin ended up hurting, knocked him down a couple of times, or yeah. knocked him down, and then finished him with strikes. But since then, I've been keeping up with him because I fought a dude from Boston on his, one of his teammates, Kyle Bachniak, then. And I didn't know they trained together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he has been killing it. Who else did he fight? He fought Zabit yeah. in the last round. Zabit won the first two. He won the last round. There's only three round fight. Mm. It's weird because it's a main event. Should have been five rounds. But the last round, he started coming on. Zabit <laughs> has no chance of a five round fight. He knows Zabit wasn't trying to do a five rounder. <laughs> yeah. But he uh, looked good against Zabit the third round. Knocked Jeremy Stevens out on just, oh yeah, TKO'd him with that, uh, was it an elbow or a hook that he knocked him down with? He hit him with the elbow at the same time, his nose got broke by Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, that's right. And then he yeah, that was uh, a crazy finish. knocked Jeremy Stevens down with that and finished him. I think he got a bonus for that. Yeah, and Jeremy Stevens was on fire at that point. Like, he was looking really good for a minute there. Oh, yeah. He, and then he lost that fight and then the Jose Aldo fight. But those are both beasts, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't sell. Well, would, he lost his a beat too. I, I actually, I bet, man, a beat's another one of them. He's getting all my money. I bet against a beat way too many. I'm not betting against him anymore for a while. Did you bet? Did you bet I against bet on, him on me? I, did. <laughs> I bet on. I bet on you. And I let you I, down. I got really good odds. Well, you took a short notice. You got a good excuse. I bet on Jeremy Stevens, and then I bet on Cater. <laughs> I lost all three. Man, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, I figured. I, I thought all three of you guys good mashups to beat his ass. I, I messaged Jeremy too. And I was like, man, you need to do this and this because it worked for me. Like move away from the power or move towards the power hand. Like most people tell you move away. Like mm -hmm. he's not knocking anybody out with that punch with that right hand. He doesn't want to throw. He wants to spin. He wants to spin. So you move. You don't yeah. move to the right. You don't move to his to his left. You move to your left, which is mm -hmm. going to be his right towards the power hand, mm -hmm. and you're safe because he wants you to move where you're taught to move away from the power hand to your right, his left, and he's going to spin, try to yeah. do all that kind of stuff. He actually did try to do it. He just wasn't he, he wasn't as tight as you were. So, like, he wasn't able to land. He was keeping out of range when he did it. Yeah. And, you know, to be it's way rangier than he is. So that was, I think, part of the problem for him. You know, it's uh, – yeah, it just didn't work out for him. But he, he kind of tried. You know, I saw the effort there. Yeah. I still thought all, all Jeremy needed was, like, one good shot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All he needs is one good shot against yeah, anybody. That's really. why I was surprised when he fought Jose Aldo. Yeah. That he didn't he didn't knock him down at least once, but Jose Aldo blasted him with that liver shot, that left yeah. hook. Aldo's a serious monster, man. He's a beast. I know. I wouldn't mind seeing, even though he doesn't fight at 45 anymore, Calvin Cater and uh, Aldo, because that'd be a good boxing match. Because, you know, Aldo yeah. doesn't really – other than this last fight, and you told me, I was like, man, if he kicks, he'll win this fight. He's like, oh, he's not going to kick. Remember, it was on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he kicked. Yeah. And, man, it made a difference. But his boxing is pretty good. I want to see him and Calvin Cater. But so the whole point was how good Max Holloway looked and how Calvin Cater said he was the best boxer in the UFC. And then Max Holloway says he's the best boxer in the UFC. Who do you think is the best boxer in the UFC? I mean, look, so Cater's got really nice straight punches, and he's got a lot of great elements and, of boxing. In and his power, game. yeah. Yeah, great power, great straight punches, really good combinations. Um, timing's excellent. He understands distance well. But, I mean, he, you know, Holloway's clearly, you know, the better overall boxer. And then if you watch Holloway's fight with Poirier, this, I mean, no question. You know? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you got guys like Poirier and, and uh, you know, obviously McGregor's fought in boxing at a high level. McGregor's learned to land his left hand with incredible consistency in MMA. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I've been most impressed with, you know, Holloway's phenomenal, but I think, I think Poirier's evolution for his boxing game has been probably the most impressive. That's what I was hoping you'd say. I'd, I'd say the top two boxers throughout the all of the UFC are going to be Dustin Poirier and Connor. Now, I think Dustin has the better – like pure boxing. If you watch him hit pads and you watch him fight, he's he's basically boxing in there, and he'll add kicks and doesn't really check too many kicks, which is why that lady got beat up by, uh, what's his name that fought Zabi uh, Khabib last, Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje mm -hmm. was landing a bunch of leg kicks, calf kicks, mm -hmm. but that's because Dustin has that boxing style down, so he doesn't worry about that foot being turned out. He's in here at boxing, but. Yeah. 
Well, Dustin ended up knocking Gaethje out. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. Super I was just impressive. saying the yeah. leg kicks were kind of susceptible. Oh, they were problematic, like, yeah. Yeah, so if Connor kind of takes that into consideration, even though he's a southpaw, it's a little different. But he can use that. Who do you have for that fight? Man, it's a tough one. Like, uh, so I'm, I'm definitely, I'm leaning towards Connor, you know. Um, but it's a really, I would not bet on this fight, you know. I'm, it's, it's I'm not, if I did bet, I would bet, I'd have the same, I'd have a card, and I'd have one with Dustin and one with Connor. Yeah. But <laughs> what are the odds? I don't, I, I don't know. We can probably look, look that it up, up, Jamie. <laughs> look it up, Jamie. <laughs> All right. So we got McGregor via KO TKO. Or DQ. I don't know why the DQ's in there. <laughs> he's a minus 175, so he's a favorite on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, McGregor via submission. If you bet on him to submit Dustin, which is not going to happen. Dustin's a good black belt. It's a plus 1,800, so you bet 100 bucks, and you, he ends up winning that. You get 1,800. Hmm. Uh, Poirier via KO, TKO, or DQ's plus 450. Him, I'm surprised him... Via submissions only nine plus nine hundred. I figured it'd be a little better than that. I figured it'd be equal to the KO TKO. Uh, Poye for decision is plus six fifty, and Connor for decision is plus six hundred. So they have Connor right now is minus one seventy five. Basically, do they have just for Connor to win on there? Uh, I don't see it. So yeah, they're probably really close. If it's Connor by knockout is minus one seventy five, they're probably close to. It's probably pretty close for a decision win. Oh, let me see. McGregor heads into the fight against Poirier as a minus three ten favorite. Never mind. He's Wait, a, he's a minus three ten. All right, I guess minus three ten to win by decision. That's no, no. That's to win. To win, yeah. And then Dustin's a plus two fifty. So if you bet a hundred, you get two fifty. It's if weird that if it's like more specific, you get worse odds. Oh wait, no, never mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm backwards. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I got confused on that for a second. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I love love Dustin. He's a good dude. I think he's gotten a lot better since the first time, but Connor just is good with that left hand. Yeah, really good. I think it'll kind of be like it'll definitely go longer than the last one. Mm. I think it would be more like the Eddie Alvarez fight. When he fought Eddie for the second belt, I think it would kind of go like that. But I'm rooting for Dustin. Yeah, I'd love to see Dustin win it, man. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Gotta, I, I hate that it's not for a title. I know. Yeah, I was surprised, man. I thought for sure that was going to be a title fight. Especially when Khabib says he's not coming back. Why would you not? Yeah, it was a weird move. I guess Dana's getting too much criticism about letting Conor get title fights all the time and not defend him. I don't know. but uh, I, I guess I could see that too because – also, it probably doesn't matter. He's going to sell it out either way. They don't need to put a title on a Conor McGregor fight. To yeah. Sell it, you know, so. Well, Conor is ranked 15, too. Mm-hmm. And if you give anybody a title shot, you got to give Charles Oliveira a title shot. A title yeah. shot. <laughs> well, I mean, Poirier's got a, a, a good – I mean, he lost to Khabib, right? But, I mean, he's won everything else, and he beat Dan Hooker in a comeback fight. Like, it's it's a reasonable title fight. Like, they've done way worse oh, title fights than this. I way agree. Worse. I agree 100%. <laughs> so, I was but, surprised. With that being said, who do you, uh, Michael Chandler and um, – Hooker. Hooker, yeah. what do you think about that? Who who who's your favorite on that? Man, it's another one. It's a really good matchup. Um, you know, I, I haven't followed Chandler as, as closely as I should have. I, I just don't watch as much Bellator, you know. But I mean, look, if you want to bet on fights, you go to Bellator. You pretty much just pick the favorites, you're gonna win every time, you know? So that's why it's a little 100%. hard. <laughs> it's just like you already know who's gonna win. But uh Bellator's got some phenomenal fighters. Um, you know, they're just not matched up as competitively all the time. But uh I I think uh, Hooker is really – he's hot right now, man. He's come into his own. He seems to fight really well against shorter grapplers. I, I mean, I picked against him in a couple fights. Like when he fought uh, Gilbert Burns, I thought Burns was going to kill Hooker, you know? I thought I thought Ali Aquinta was probably going to be Hooker, and he destroyed both of them. I was how, really How did impressed. that Gilbert Burns fight go? Dude, Hooker ran <coughs> through him. He just like shut down his, like shut down with the distance control, ended up rocking him with the knee and then that's, knocking him out. That's right. That's yeah. right. And Gilbert's yeah, he, got it. And now Gilbert's, Gilbert's got fighting for the title. Yeah. <laughs> so. and it, like I, I said this in the last one, man, it's so crazy because Jason beat that dude. Yeah. And that, which is a completely different weight class, but still, he was yeah. fighting at 45, Jason. Yeah. And it wasn't even really a close fight. No, it wasn't. Yeah, styles make the fight, you know. Um, 
And uh, I think Hooker learned a lot from that fight. You see, actually, Hooker using a lot of things Jason used against him now. Yeah. So, like, I think Hooker's a smart dude. Really cerebral fighter. smart. You know, and that's that's the thing, too. Jason's, like, a heart fighter, you know, and, and Dan's a very, you know, head fighter. Yes. So, I think that style matchup at that time was really bad for Hooker, but he learned from it, man. He took a lot of Jason's elements <coughs> that gave him problems, and you see him use them now all the time, you know? So, and he, he seems to do that every fight. He's got a great camp. You know, his camp's been killing it. I mean, they're, what, they're, they're a small gym, and they are two like titles. top ranked in the world. Yeah, they got yeah. two titles. And he almost fought, he's almost been up there for a title. So they're all yeah. top five guys. Yeah. Well, um, who do you have? I, I got to pick Hooker. You know, he's just he's on point right now. I, I can definitely like I if it was if it wasn't for no nah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hooker on this one. You know, it's definitely a close matchup, and I could see Chandler I could see Chandler dominating just as easily as I could see Hooker knocking him out immediately. But I think Hooker's shown his takedown defense is really strong. Yeah. He knows how to hold the range. He's got devastating power. He's really good against shorter fighters. Um, he's got all the weapons. I mean, I just I think Hooker's got everything where he needs it to be right now. I think they like the matchup and they asked for it. Um, and I think Hooker's you know ready to give a UFC welcome to Chandler. No, I, I I agree. Um, Chandler has problems when he goes against really really good strikers that have good uh, takedown defense. So when he fought uh, Pitbull. He, he, um, I mean, they're basically just standing and striking because he couldn't take him down or mm. can't, he knows he's not going to be able to take him down. And then he ends up getting knocked down and TKO'd. But I, uh, I think, uh, he's gonna, not Michael, uh, Hooker's gonna be rangy. And when Michael tries to get in, Dan Hooker's got good knees. I think he's going to land one of those knees to the body, keep him back, and then I think he ends up TK on them. Probably third round. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, you know, I, I, guess I, I personally, I'm thinking it's going to probably go to a decision this time. I think Chandler's going to be really weary of those knees because Hooker's destroyed so many people yeah. already. Yeah. Like, you got to be really worried about that, you know? So you got to have some balls to just change levels on Hooker these days, you know? He's, yeah. After what he did, like, because he, he hit it on, well, who's the first guy he got? It was, uh, What's his name? The British boxer. Um, man, I can't remember his name right now. Um, Was this at forty-five or fifty-five? Fifty-five. Uh, he, uh, but he just, uh, you know, guys have dipped their heads. Like he just dropped. I know who head. you're talking about, but yeah. I can't. I can't. Think that was the first one. It was, it was a fight that Dan, he, he's had like three of them like that. Yeah, he's had three of them like that, man. Oh, uh, he uh, fought this older dude, Ross Pearson. Yeah, Ross. That's what I was thinking of. He's, Pearson. He's, yeah. I don't think he's British. I think he's Australian. He's, is he Australian? I thought he was British. All right, uh, maybe I'm. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess he's Australian. <laughs> All right, I thought he was. He wasn't he on. He was on the UK Ultimate Fighter though. Maybe that's what was he? Was. I think so. Yeah. All right, maybe I'm wrong. Well, he might be. I, I don't know. We have to probably look that up too. But. Well, he. <laughs> I think you're right because I don't think he'd be Australian if they were if he was Australian. I don't think the UFC would match him up with Dan Hooker being from New Zealand. No, they, they would well, probably they train that. together. <laughs> no, they matched man New Zealand and Australia. That's how they had Whitaker versus Adesanya. That was huge. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, true, true. But uh, I think uh, he got Pearson with it. Then he got um, who was it? Well, he ended up getting Burns. Yeah, pretty much. Gilbert Burns. Like he hit Burns with it. He didn't knock him out with it, but he followed yeah, it up. But he knocked somebody else out with it too. He did knock somebody else out with it. Um, another head dipper. You know, it pretty much. Just, <laughs> that's kind of why I kind of, I kind of. I mean, Poirier dipped his head a lot too. That's kind of why I was like, I, I wasn't. You know, I was definitely picking Poirier. That, I, I felt Poirier was going to win that fight because he's a better fighter. He's got a better camp. Honestly, I didn't think that fight was going to be even close. I thought Dustin was going to derail him like. Man, a lot, of, a lot of people. That's why I got pulled into a bet. A lot of people thought that. And I kind of got pulled into a bet because I was talking on one of the forums. And, uh, you know, somebody what was, was like, bet? man, this is a bullshit matchup. You know, Poirier needs the champion. And, you know, he's going to run through. This isn't even a real fight. And I'm like, man, if you think Hooker's going to get run through by Poirier, you are dreaming. And then it turned into me picking Hooker, which I really didn't. I kind of felt Poirier was going to win, but I knew it was. I knew Hooker had a good just chance. Because, to, just because you wanted to show yeah. it was going to be a good But the guy, the, guy, the guy basically said, well, if you think he's going to be such a close fight, why don't you bet on him? I'm like, well, give me two to one odds, and I'll bet on him. So I did. And it was – I honestly – I wasn't sure I lost that bet until they read the court cards, the yeah. scorecards, you know? So what did that guy was, say? He didn't say anything? I told you. Well, he actually tried to not pay me. He was like, man, you were right. It was a super close fight. <laughs> but I paid him anyway. I, I paid my debt. Didn't you have a bit with Alan one time for Conor or Chad Mendes fight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Alan, Alan creamed me on that one. Again, McGregor – McGregor hey. and Zabit clean me out. <laughs> yeah. I, I always fall for that when the guy's got a lot of hype and they talk a lot, and, you know, and well, they act Zabit, better than they Zabit are. Zabit don't talk a lot. <laughs> well, his, his, you know, his whole camp, his whole, but he's got like the showmanship, right? Oh, yeah. So when the showmanship is selling the fight more than their actual fundamental skill set, 
I tend to like, oh, I'm going to bet against that guy. You know? See, I don't think and it's a showmanship either. If it is, it's a showmanship in there, like th- in the ring, throwing yeah. the flashy stuff. Exactly. Yeah, with great balance, you know, guys like that look a lot better than they are. Uh, I know? agree. I agree. So that's, that's, I even thought Michael Vinton Page wasn't as good as he was until I saw him fight uh, uh, Douglas Lima. Yeah, yeah. and when he yeah. when that was a when that was a close fight, I was like, oh man, yeah, he did good against Lima for a minute there. Yeah, he was beating him. Yeah, I got. Dan Hooker on that. Another Dan Hooker fight that I thought wasn't going to be very close was going to be uh, Paul Felder. I thought Paul Felder would go in there and piece him up. That was a really close fight, man. Man, yeah. <laughs> man and Felder is so good. He just always, in those close ones, somehow just doesn't pull it out sometimes. Yeah. Who, who is his Some last fight? people are like that. It happens, man. Um, he lost two in a row. It was Hooker and then uh, RDA. Was it RDA? Yeah. Oh, yeah, last yeah. minute. And it he was got, super close. Well, I think that one wasn't as close. But he, I think he still got a split decision. Oh, def- definitely not as close. Yeah. But he took that fight on. Yeah, I think it was short notice, right? Like a week's notice. Yeah. Not even a week. And he had to go cut to a 155. I looked all there. Savage, man. He's on the mics, you know, calling fights and, you know, doing breakdowns. And then week's notice. Yeah, I'll take that fight. <laughs> yeah. I love guys like that. <laughs> so, back to Max Holloway. You think he's going to have to fight again for, before he gets a title shot or what? Man, what I love about Holloway is I don't think he cares, man. He just, I, I know he's, he he's amazing. Care. He said he yeah. doesn't care. He's amazing. But I think he deserves it, you know. So, uh, we'll see. He might do a title. What would be cool? Holloway versus a beat. Next title shot. I want to see that fight. I think it'll happen. I think Max Holloway will piece him up. And for Zabit, it's worth the risk because Zabit's been really careful about the fights he's taking right now. He's trying to get Yari Rodriguez like 15 times. You I know? know. They got to accept that fight's not going to happen, though. <laughs> I, but my question is, why doesn't Yair want to do it? I, I think, you know, I, I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't know. Because it's like you're right there. But I guess, yeah, it's, it's, a, I personally think it's a pretty even matchup. I think Yair I, thinks I he too. could probably get a better matchup. Maybe. I think Yair has a better boxing. I, I, I think, think he's got more power for sure. The better boxing and the better kicks. I think Zabit has a better wrestling. But man, Yair's takedown defense is really underrated. I think I think Yair would win that fight. I, I think it would be. Too. I think it would be a fight though. It wouldn't be like I think Max Holloway yeah. just can tool him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I I agree. I think Yair would win also. You don't think? I, you wouldn't bet on the Yair I'm just, fight. I'm just not betting against Zabit again. I would I would a hundred percent bet on Max Holloway versus the beat. Yeah, but what are the odds gonna be like a thousand so <laughs> minus that? If you're not if you're not gonna bet against the beat. Imagine the strike differential in round three when the beat just stops doing anything. It's gonna be like five thousand strikes to zero. <laughs> Let's just and it's gonna be a five round fight. Yeah, no, they'll probably do it. No, they're they're smart. So has got a great camp. They're not going to put him in a five-round fight with Max. What they'll do is they'll get put it as a co-main. Yeah, they'll get a co-main on uh, you know it'd some be, other title fight. It, it would be when Brian Brian and uh, yeah that the co-main event happen. for that that card. could happen. Well, yeah. no, there's a the co-main event for that card is supposed to be uh, uh, the fight that what's his name, Kamenev or what's his name, Kamenev. Yeah, him. Oh wait, no, a, Com- you're talking about uh, Cosmat. Yeah, Cosmat. Yeah, he's or Kamzat. <laughs> they, they, is that on How again? Are, no, they keep they keep taking that fight off. No, it just got it just got put on to the. They announced it yesterday. It's the third time. <laughs> the third time. They just announced it during the fight yesterday. All right, good. He's going to be fighting Leon Edwards for that on that card as a co-main event. Man, that's that's impressive. Like Leon Edwards is serious business, man. That's, I think Leon wins that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's many people that can beat Leon. Like I mean, his, his now, that's one that has good boxing too that we didn't talk about. Great bo- great man, just great overall. Like his yeah. clinch game is phenomenal. Like he's just he's he's really impressive. Yeah, but he doesn't ever fight. I know. Yeah, nobody. Well, a lot of people. He wants to fight up, and the guys that are up don't want to fight him. Well, <laughs> I don't think you should really have a choice. If you're in the UFC, you should yeah. have to fight who they give you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess once you get into those uh, top rankings, though, these guys are really careful about their fights sometimes, you know, and who they pick and who they accept. But uh, I think that's been a little bit of Leon's issues. I think a lot of the guys that want to fight him are the guys below him. Or I really, I don't think there's a whole lot of guys that really want to fight Leon. Beat the dudes <laughs> below you then. Yeah, that's what he's doing. With I mean, if you're going to be, yeah. beat them anyways, yeah. if you yeah. feel like you can beat them, just beat them anyways, then they can't yeah. deny you. That's kind of what he's doing with Kamzat, I think. Because Kamzat's kind of worth it. You know, Kamzat's starting yeah. to build a name. And uh, man, like he's he's good. Like that's a serious fight, though. And I want to see him versus Kamzat's wrestling is incredible. I want like, to see him versus Street Jesus. Yeah, well, that's that's a fight everyone wants to see. Everybody it. wants to see it. We yeah, want to except, see it. except Masvidal. He's the only one that don't want to see it. I think I don't think Masvidal is scared of that. I think he's going to try to give him some. Distance. Mas, Masvidal has never been scared of a fight in his life, but now look where he's at, dude. He's like I he's, don't think he's, he's scared of it. Yeah. Well, I don't think he'll take it. I don't think he'll do it. Unless uh, I, I think no, he I can't. Will. I, unless unless Leon gets the title. 
I think you will. Yeah. I think to get to a title fight, I think you will. I don't think we. Uh, I don't think Leon's worth enough money. He doesn't. He doesn't ga- gather interest the same way that the other guys do. But Street Jesus does. And he does. But that's what he can fight anybody. He can fight an easier fight. He can no, fight Nate Diaz. But anyway. they already have the background <laughs> with it. Yeah. With the two piece and the biscuit. Yeah, but that's a tough matchup for. My, I don't think Masvidal won that fight. Like, I, and Masvidal in the past, he'll take any fight, right? I, I, I don't know. He was the he was the trailblazer that yeah. like showed you how to beat the specialists in yeah. the past. Like he would lose to like guys like that's why I thought he would lose to Ashburn. He would lose to guys like you know Maya, but then show everyone else, oh, that's how you have to beat Maya. I got him now, you know. And then all these yeah. other guys would fight after him. Yeah. But, but now look where he's at. He beat he beat Ashburn. He finally got past that road where he, he showed people how to beat the guy, but he actually won the fight. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he got himself a title shot, and he made himself – like, he's what, – what is he, the second biggest star in MMA right now? Uh, who's got to be close. Are you talking about Street? Masvidal, yeah. I mean, second look, he's got, biggest? He's got to be, right? Can't be. Maybe third under Jones. I mean, who's who's bigger than Masvidal right now? I think he's – McGregor, Jones, maybe. And then, McGregor, else? Adesanya, Jones. Maybe Adesanya, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three. So, number four. That's. I mean, I can't think of a, another one. Yeah. So, I mean, what was it? They put him on the cover of. I mean, he had the what was that? That, that pay per view he did with Diaz was like one of the biggest pay per views ever. No, yeah, I, <laughs> I think he's top five, being number five. Yeah, maybe. I think there's somebody else that we're not thinking about that's in there. But I like him a lot too. Yeah, been watching him since backyard days. Literally used to watch him on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Alex Casares too. <laughs> I, see, I never watched Alex back then, but I yeah. I remember that. He didn't look the same. He was just like a skinny kid. Super skinny, no super skinny, yeah. no fro. Yeah. It's funny how like their careers like they, they were both like almost gatekeepers, but then and then Masvidal just took off. But they were both almost cut too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like their last fight. That's uh, the that's the that's the, the you know the the peril of being a gatekeeper. You're always almost cut. <laughs> no, well they they both lost like yeah. multiple fights in a row. Yeah. And then we're about to be cut. And Masvidal's then, were all fights that he arguably won. When has he ever lost a clear, like, clear, besides, you know, Usman, you know, but all of his fights are super close. Well, I can, tell, I can tell you what, yeah. he did not lose that ally Quinta fight that they gave him the loss for. That was crazy. What that's was a that? fight, that's a fight that Dana White, when you go backstage, he, he doesn't let y'all come whenever we're back there. He's like, mm. fighters meeting only. Mm. And he brings us back there and he's like, I can't remember what they call it. I think they call it the owl rule, the I Quinta rule, where you can't cuss on tv or whatever or do all this because he won the fight but the whole crowd was booing and all this and then joe rogan was like hey stop booing and then they just keep booing and he's like fuck y'all and like flipping the birds and, oh, yeah. fuck it. It, was, it was crazy <laughs> uh but i remember that so he definitely won that fight yeah he's from my area that's but, uh, oh yeah so yeah. what do you think do you think that abc being on abc is a good thing like a big deal or not much or what i think it's cool man um so you know they did the fox thing for a while and uh I mean, ABC is a different audience too. So I mean, it's uh, now we get all the people on the left wing to start watching UFC. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that I, my problem is not problem. I don't think it's gonna be as big of a dramatic change as people think because if you haven't seen or known about the UFC or watched the UFC fight before in the past twenty years, then you gotta not have TV. You know yeah. what I mean? You gotta be an Amish person or something. <laughs> That's true, but when the marketing's hitting, what you're like, so if you're watching shows on ABC, like, I don't even know what they're playing. I don't watch TV, but let's say you you watch you're one of those you guys watch, that haven't yeah, seen you, any MMA fights. Yeah, you watched you're watching TV and you see the ads for it. You can say, oh, that's that looks cooler than I thought. You know, I've heard of UFC, I saw clips of it, but I've never been marketed it before. You know, so like when yeah. they start marketing it and showing you what it's all about, and you start to like see this guy that knocks everybody out with his left hand, and you know, you know, talks and says, who the heck is that guy? Like, you know. All of a sudden, it becomes a little bit more interesting to you. You know, it starts to chip away at you, and then it's like, yeah, I'll check that out. And then you turn into a fan. So the way I was thinking about it was, I was going to talk to you about the football games, the playoffs this weekend and last weekend, but I'm sure you don't know anything about that. Nothing. Nothing. All right. So yeah. football has been around since what? Maybe longer than that. But, I can't remember. Uh, but how mainstream football is. You probably couldn't tell me half the penalties or what's happening during the game. So that's what made me think, all right, I guess it is good that it's going on to ABC. And I'm, I never said it was going to be a bad thing. I never thought it was going to be a bad thing. I just didn't think it was going to be as big of an adjustment for people as what they thought. But when I think about when I was thinking about that earlier, I was like, man, Mike probably couldn't tell me what third and 20 means. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
or what a what a false start is. So I was like, if he doesn't know that, and this and that's the main sport in our country, then yeah, I guess we definitely need to be on ABC. Yeah, the more exposure he gets to people, and you know, the big thing is how many people are watching ABC when these ads are getting run. You know, that's going to be a big factor. And if they're looking at these numbers, you know, there's going to be a lot of people watching it. A, a percentage of those people are going to become interested. What are they going to tell their friends about it? I don't know. I have to look it up. I, but it's probably well, get the, get the numbers, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, no, we can look them up. And if they're better than Fox, even if it's the same as Fox or less, it's still a different crowd of people. You know. So he's reaching more people over these decades, you know. And that's kind of yeah. that's why look, look, look at how far UFC's come since UFC on Fox, you know. No, yeah, crazy. Sure. Like it's a big, it's at least doubled, you know, in fan base. And it, it wasn't a bad thing that almost every single one of the fights on the main card was good. Yeah, as they were almost all finishes. I want to say there was like four knockouts, but all good. And they're even the two heavyweights they were throwing down. So that that made people more interested. It'd be bad if like you had one of the bad ref stoppages or hey you had like boring fights where people are just you see on fox one with a one punch <laughs> one punch knockout and the fight's over <laughs> yeah so yeah with the max holloway fight where he landed a million punches yeah and then calvin cater never quit and still throwing heaters in the fifth round i mean that was that was good for him a uh, couple of people that i thought looked good yesterday you said you didn't get to watch the card yeah, mike was, davis he's, he's always one sharp one of the he's, homies yeah. mike davis shout yeah. out uh Man, and he fought a dude that was – I never looked the dude up or anything, but I saw he was double champ. I want to say it was for, like, Cage Fury or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the dude was 10-0. He was double champ for then. And that dude could take a punch and could land a punch. Like, Mike doesn't throw anything. Like, he was throwing everything 100% and landing uh, landing hard. His, I want to say in the third round when it showed the percentage of – Strikes landed. I want to say Mike had thrown like 170, and the other dude had thrown like 280 or something. But Mike had like a 56% land ratio. So, and throwing hard. I thought he was going to knock the dude out a couple of times, but that dude got hit and immediately threw back. And it ended up getting Mike kind of tired. And so it made it a really good fight. I think it was 29 28 with all three judges, and they got fight of the night. But that that was a good showing for him because. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, because he went through a lot. I know he was telling me like he got he was riding his he does like a like a lot of road biking and he was riding his bike down the road and a car hit him. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, going like going pretty fast. And then uh he's had a bunch of other injuries. I can't remember what all they were. I think like a hip and a knee or, or shoulder or something. And so it took him a while. He hadn't fought who's the last guy he fought? He came in, fought Gilbert, ended up losing that one, got submitted, I believe. Yeah, Gilbert Burns. Yeah, that's crazy. Beast. First fight. <laughs> yeah, it was super short notice too. Yeah. And then he fought one other dude. I can't remember who. He, no, he's had a, he's had a couple wins. Um, Is it two? Two wins. Let me look it up real quick. Well, I know for sure it's two wins because he won one of those and he won yesterday. Yeah, I thought he did more than that in the UFC. Pull out. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Two and one. Two and one. Yeah. Because he fought Gifford. He killed Gifford. Oh yeah, Thomas Gifford. That was, did he get a bonus for that? Uh, he should have. I mean, it was very – no, he didn't get a bonus. He got a bonus in this, this last fight. Yeah, this last one. Yeah, he didn't get a bonus because that one fight was so one-sided. Yeah, was, yeah. But, um, no, so he looked good. Um, Matt Snell looked good. He's from not too far away from uh, – I want to say around New Orleans, Louisiana. His boxing looked good. He was – I think he was ranked number eight, fighting a number nine or ten dude. So He's a bantamweight too, right? Uh, I think this is a 25. He used to be bantamweight. Yeah. 25. Uh, I guess the last thing I got is a weed weed legalization or marijuana legalization. Oh, yes. Even though it's basically legal up until fight week. Mm-hmm. Like, so what people don't understand is you could smoke weed all day long, every day, up until fight week. They can come test you and you could smoke a joint in front of them. That doesn't matter. Um, the only time that you couldn't have, and you could still have some in your system, you just could only have, I don't know the exact amount, a certain amount on fight day. It's not even fight week. The, the time frame that you have is from 12 o'clock fight day until after you get checked by the doctor after the fight. After that, you can have whatever you want to in your system. As far as, I mean, not steroids or anything like that, but... Mm-hmm. 
as much weed or mushrooms or whatever, which mushrooms you can't touch for, but as much weed as you want to. In between that little six-hour period, then you can't, or however long that is, you can't have a certain level of weed in your system, I guess. But now that's changed. But it's only changed for USADA, which is not the commission. So if you go in there and you're fucking blazed out of your mind and you get tested by the commission because you get tested by, usually you get tested by the commission and USADA. Now there's times where I only got tested by just USADA mm-hmm. and there's times where I only got tested by the commission. Federal state. Yeah. So, but there's times where I got tested. Most of the time I got tested by both. And it's always random. There's, every time I'd come in there, like, oh, we're only going to get like three. The, the whole fight card, they'd only check like three people. And there was like four times where I got checked. I was like, what the fuck is going on? There's no way that's random. They must think I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, but out of the four times, three of the times I got checked by both USADA and the commission. One time I didn't get checked by both. So you, if you still, if you have... I know in some, I know it's, I want to say, Texas, if you have any weed in your system during fight day, then you get, your fight gets turned over for you and it turns into a loss and you got to pay a fine. So until that gets changed, nothing's really changed. Yeah, man. It's like the Nick Diaz rule, I guess. You know, if the, Nick Diaz, Gogo Plata's Gomi and then gets DQ'd. <laughs> and then if you think about this, if you got a bonus, then you got to give that $50,000 back. give it? No. Oh, they don't give it to you until you, yeah. No, yeah, well, nowadays, yeah. I remember, I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was, uh, maybe it was Super D, Jafari, uh, wrestling coach out there at Cowboys. Hmm. He was telling me, I can't remember who the guy was, but he had just won his fight, and he got two bonuses. He got a performance and the thing of knockout of the night bonus. And I think his pay on top of that was like $100,000 for winning and showing. So, so fair amount of money. He had already spent like $30,000 right away and came back and popped for weed, popped for weed. And he ended up having to give both bonuses back, which back then there were $60,000. So he had to give $120,000 back in bonuses and he had to give away $50,000 for his win purse. So he had to give, he had to end up giving $170,000 back and only made 60 and the fight got turned into a loss. And I think, Jafari said that the dude stayed in bed for like two weeks. Like, did yeah. not move, didn't do anything. I'm glad he got out of bed after two weeks. That's terrible. Bro, $170,000? Man, I'd go kill somebody. That's, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, this is, I mean, this is basically criminal, you know? And, and I, I guess the argument this, could this be, was a long time back ago. Back then, if you knew it was illegal, why would you do it? Why would you do it? But, why would you even yeah. do it? But I guess but you don't know if you're going to win. You're not going to know that you're going to get a yeah. bonus. But still, even if you don't win, you still got to give away some of your purse if you lost and you got and you got caught with it. So I I don't understand why you do it at all. But well, it's easy for me to say. I, I mean, for for me, like I can't I can't be even if I'm in the same room as weed. It's like, yeah, I get I'm sick. not. It makes me sick, like literally sick. <laughs> you know, there's some people like they get like that with alcohol. There's like an alcohol flush syndrome. I think I have the weed version of that. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Like Bruce Lee had that, you know, he couldn't drink alcohol. Like it was weird. He I mean, had the Asian yeah. flush. Yeah, I yeah, swear yeah, to God, yeah. in college at yeah. one point, I had that. You could tell if I had been drinking. Like my face would get blotchy in certain places. Like yeah. it was weird. If I drank so much, or I start, people would be like, "Man, I can tell you're starting to get drunk." I'm like, how? Yeah. My face would be getting all red. I'm man, I don't know what this is. It's I'm not, not Asian. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't got my no, life done. Well, I have. I have a friend up in New York. He's a, a black dude, and he has he has this too. You know, he can't drink alcohol at all. But, like, people like that tend to gravitate toward it. Like, Bruce Lee was a huge weed head, you know? So, yeah, oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, it's very well documented. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, my friend that had the alcohol flush syndrome, he was too. But for me, it's like, – I can't even be near it. Like, it's, it's – <laughs> it literally makes me start throwing up. Like, if I, if I smell it for too long, it th- I, I, I literally get sick. Hmm. So, like, so, for me, it's really easy to say, like, why would you just do that stupid, you know? But, yeah. But I can understand some people, it really helps them. You know, it calms them. It makes them feel good. It's got medical purposes, you know? Oh, 100%. But, uh, um, yeah, it sucks for that guy. Speaking of that, <laughs> did you see where they're doing the research with all, which has been known, but the mushrooms? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you see that article where Dana White said they're going to start using that, like not using it in the UFC, but doing a lot of testing with that through USADA because all of the beneficial effects that it has from – I guess it didn't say, it didn't specify, or I didn't go look into the article. I just read pretty much the headliner. But was it, um, was it by Alpha Brain? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was a post by one of like MMA Junkie or something. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen it. But uh, 
I'm sure they're talking about microdosing and okay. maybe some macrodosing. I don't know. Maybe you have a hard trip and then do that once and then microdose a bunch. I don't know. But I need to look into it because I'm all about that. Well, yeah, I'll have to check that out, man. That's the first I've heard of it, honestly. It seems it seems like, if anything, though, they're going to be looking to, for ways to ban it because beneficial sounds kind of close to performance enhancing. No, no, no. They're talking <laughs> about beneficial for, like, your brain, like yeah. recovery. Uh-huh. No, no. Benefit – for one, you can't test for mushrooms, dude. Yeah. It's just – I can't remember. I think they said you can do, like, one way to test for it, but – it's something you can't test for. It's like a hair test or something. No, no, no. It doesn't show up in the hair test. It doesn't show up in the piss test. Mm. Maybe in blood. I can't remember. But I know you can't get into piss test or hair test. But um, I don't know. So maybe that'd be something legal too. And they'll start selling. Well, you know, mushrooms are going legal. Like, yeah, they legalized everything in Colorado, right? Colorado. I know in uh, there's a or city. Oregon. There's a city in California that completely legal. You can go buy them from whatever seattle or was that in oregon no it's it's a it's like compton or somewhere in uh california yeah you can buy anything in compton <laughs> <laughs> yeah not legally <laughs> but i don't know that's pretty much all i had uh yeah i said i would announce that i had a big fight coming up and the big fight fell through i know people thought maybe i got a ufc fight again but i did not i had i had a fight lined up against an ex ufc fighter what was his name um misha tate's Old man. Yeah, he, he was old, pretty old good. Man. He, he, he was a. Uh, What's that dude's name? Fish hook or something. I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> fish hook. fight where he fish hooks a guy. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, it's Brian Caraway. Yeah. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. He's been in the UFC for like 10 years. Me and him were going to fight, but I guess they didn't, they didn't get it figured out with money on his part. So we're not fighting. And I'm still trying to get a guy. So we'll see. I'll be fighting March 20th regardless. That's right, man. I'll fight as many times as they need me to to make it back in there. And if I don't get back in there, it is what it is. But I know, hey, speaking of that, Jason's got a fight coming back up. Yeah, Jason's going to be fighting not too – when's yours? It's March 20th? Mine's March 20th. His is March 5th. Yeah, March 5th. So you guys both be fighting in March. Who's Um, he fighting? Jason's fighting a guy named – it's changed a few times. A lot of guys, for some reason, you know, it's it's been difficult to get a matchup to stick for him. But it looks like this one's going to stick. This guy is – he's got a – Hard to pronounce name. He goes by Tori, all right? But his, his real name is like Torres or Torresi or something like that. Uh, Borges or something. And where's he trying out of? Hard to, hard to pronounce. I think he's out of Missouri, I want to say. And uh, What's his uh, record? His record announced in his last fight was 18-5. and five, um, And uh, I don't know if that was 100% accurate. Him and Jason there's some, there's some, Yeah, there's some different records online yeah. you know, for him. So I got to find out what his actual accurate record is. He won that last fight. So he got announced as 18 and five. So presumably after that fight, he was 19 and five. Um, but I also found online that he was listed as a few different records. So yeah, yeah, it could be could be 19 and five, could be 19 and 11. You know, <laughs> I guess we're yeah. gonna find out. But uh, but overall, uh, I think uh, Jason's coming back strong. I've been talking to him. He's uh, he's at work right now, but he's coming back to training next week. Coming back strong, he's gonna be training. <laughs> well, he can't. Look, man, I was impressed last time he came back. He hadn't really been training. I thought he was gonna be terribly out of shape. He came back and he killed that Aerodyne bike. Like, yeah. made everyone look like a bitch. I was like, all right, <laughs> Jason Knight's serious about this, you know? Uh, so, like, he came back in shape last time. There. Yeah, he came back in shape. I think he's going to come back in shape this time, too. So, uh, it won't, I don't think, I think it's going to be easy work for him. You know, I think he's going to run through this guy and get his ass back. Yeah, he, he definitely wants to make it back. Yeah. Another one, Chase, he has a fight in April. I don't know who he's mm-hmm. fighting. I haven't talked to him about it. He's been asking me about it in the past. So, yeah. do you know who he's fighting? I don't know his opponent. And I, I don't think yeah. he's announcing, so I don't think I should be announcing if yeah. I do find out. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, you know, Chase's last opponent ended up getting a really nice knockout oh, yesterday. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. The Ike Villain yeah. away of a fight. Yeah. How did he not get 50 grand for that? Because, I guess, who, because who, they who got the, it? Khabib's cousin. Yeah. And yeah, that, they got to promote the, the hat. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. But Khabib, Khabib's got enough money to give him his own bonus if he wants yeah. to. It, that fight wasn't anything like the knockout that he had. Yeah, I thought Mike deserved one, uh, and then I thought that he should have had the other performance. Yeah, there's something to be said for who you know. Sometimes you know. Oh, every every <laughs> time that's how people get into the UFC. That's how they yeah. get bonuses in there. That's true. Know. Yeah, not every time, but that helps out. It doesn't hurt you for sure. But uh, that's all I got. You got anything you want? No, man, that was awesome. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the fights this weekend. I'm, I'm excited, man. Anytime, like. There's like a special aura around the Conor McGregor cards, you know. It's uh, he's kind of he's like our he's the biggest star we have in sports right now, really. I mean, definitely combat sports. 
Yeah, right? I was gonna say not even not even just MMA. I think like try to think of who's a bigger star than Conor McGregor right now, and you have to go to like movies. <laughs> you had, yeah, you had to go to movies. Some uh, some some like football players like Patrick Mahomes. Who? <laughs> this guy, this guy, the hey. guy that just that guy that just signed a five hundred and eighty million dollar contract. So you know what we got to do, man. What, what I really want to do is since I don't know shit about football, I want to pretend I'm a football judge, and we're gonna score a football a fight judge. like okay. an MMA fight. Because half the judges in MMA don't know anything about MMA, you know. Um, so we're gonna we're, we're sit down and we're gonna score a football match. And right. I'm gonna score it to the best of my ability based on my current knowledge. You're just gonna look at the bottom of the screen where they keep the score. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, we're going we're to delete that. I'm going to score it based on uh, effective aggression. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. What team's more aggressive? Yeah. Who gets, who gets yeah. to midfield or into the red zone more yeah. often? It doesn't matter who scores. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to score it like an MMA fight. We're going to see how that works out. Because our judges don't know how to score. <laughs> well, for real, I mean, it's a sport, and you don't know who's winning. Like, until, like it's literally pure guesswork. They, te- they literally tell you, do not let the judges score your fight. Like. That's what, what you're told at the beginning of the fight. Yes. But people don't understand. Like, oh, man, you shouldn't have let it go to the judges. All right, motherfucker, if it was that easy, then I would have knocked the dude out or finished him yeah. if it was that easy. It's just not How about that get easy. some get a competent scoring system and some competent judges to score it? You know, like, yes. it shouldn't be – first of all, it shouldn't be judged. Nothing should be judged that's not a performance art. You can judge a performance. You don't judge a sport. Like, you, you score a sport, right? I mean – what, what about tennis? Tennis is a head-to-head sport. Imagine if they judged tennis based on performance. You know, like, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't add up. So they need to figure out a new system for MMA and overall. But it's hard to imagine. It's, they just got to reinvent the wheel. The whole reason that you'd score something the way they score it now is so that you can pick the winner, you know? you want If you want to be in control of who holds the wins, you know, like if you're the mafia and you run boxing. <laughs> yeah, back that's in the day. That's literally how it started. A hundred percent. But – we're going to have to save that for another one. I know yeah. we said we were going to save that for the next time we did the podcast, yeah. but we're going to have to save that for the next time we do a podcast. For real. But ending ending thoughts. All right. We're just going to pick the main card. Going from the bottom to top. I don't know who Marina Rodriguez is. Rebus. You got Rebus? Me oh, yeah. too. Yeah, she Against is. Amanda Rebus, yeah. She's, they're, they're blowing her up. They're giving her a favorable matchup for sure. Now, Marina Rodriguez is ranked number eight, but I – don't know who she is, but I know Rebus is a beast, so I haven't watched her fight. And then we got Matt Favola, who is on the Contender Series, and he's fought a few people that I know. Mm-hmm. And he's got Otman Azatar. Mm-hmm. I don't – I remember him fighting and starching the dude last fight that he fought, and it looked good. So I'm going to have to go with Otman. I think Matt Matt's a little slower. He's, he's tough. He's not going to quit. Yeah. But he's not fast enough. He just hits – he hits hard when he does land. I got Ottman, and he hits hard, and he's pretty fast and pretty technical. Then we got Jessica I versus Joanna Calderwood. Who do you got? Man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Joanne Calderwood fan. I love her. She's awesome. She's I, super technical. I thought – I personally, when she first came to the UFC, I thought she was going to be like the Anderson Silva of her division, you know? Where did you see her fight before? Uh, the Ultimate Fighter. You know, she did the Ultimate Fighter. Oh, I didn't watch any of that. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw a few of her fights in there. She ended up losing to – I think Rose. I think Rose like jumped guard on her and armbarred her. Or yeah, something. see, but she I, looked like a monster. Like, I don't think I've ever watched one Ultimate Fighter. But with that being said, I met JoJo a few times, especially because I'd go out to Vegas and train and stay yeah. out there. And every time I'm in the PI, she's like, "You gonna go get you a JoJo shake?" And I'm like, "What is that?" And it's just like a certain protein shake that yeah. she has made up. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with Jessica I on that one. She's she's a beast, man. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I can definitely see why. Um, I think well, she's probably the favorite, right? Uh, she is not the favorite. Really? It's, it's super close. It's, uh, Joanna is, our Joanne, she's, uh, minus 125 and Jessica I is plus 105. So basically, yeah. basically even, uh, Jessica's ranked number six, Joanne's number seven, but, and JoJo beat, uh, Andrea Lee, who I thought was definitely going to beat her. Uh, I Andrew's thought Andrea Lee was going to win that one. So she surprised me, but I, I got Jessica I. Yeah, I, I can see why. JoJo's been a little inconsistent, but um, I think her her skills are there. You know, I, I think she, I think she's gonna win this one. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with JoJo. Uh, yeah, I got. So we're opposites in that. You didn't pick the Matt Favola fight. Uh, I'm with you on Favola. I, I mean, I, I'm kind of like I haven't seen that much from really either of them, but I've seen more of Matt. Um, but I, I, I agree with you. I, I think. Uh, you know, from what I have seen of Ottman, he's a beast. And from that, he's might be open to getting hit by a beast a little bit more. So. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. He's super aggressive. So we both got Rebus. We both got Ottman. Yeah. I got I. You got Calderwood. Dan Hooker versus Chandler. We both got Dan Hooker. Mm. Let's do these last two fights. Let's pick a round or decision how it's going to go. I got I got Dan Hooker round three TKO. Okay. I'm going to. That's a. Man, I'm going to go with Hooker by decision. See, because we on these last two we got the same people, so we got to kind of. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Hooker by decision. By DC, all right, and then Poye versus McGregor. Who you got? We already know. McGregor. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with McGregor. It's close. That's a really close one for me, but I'm gonna go with McGregor. I would love to see Dustin win. Yep, I, I'm me too. He does. And Brown and. And the reason I think we didn't really talk about this one that much, really, you know, but I think the reason I think McGregor's gonna win, Dustin has never beaten a southpaw. <laughs> Who all Southpaws has he fought? I mean, well, besides McGregor, the last one he fought was Michael Johnson. He got knocked out. You know, he just he just has – he's a Southpaw. He has trouble against Southpaws. He, and now he's got a great camp. I mean, he's got one of the best. He's American yeah. team. You know, yeah. He's got um, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. They're going to have a phenomenal game plan. I expect to see Dustin throwing a lot of leg kicks in this fight because of the Southpaw versus Southpaw, you know, stance. And I, I expect Connor to throw him too. Um, I just think Connor's going to have sharp adjustments and, you know, be able to, to – land the more significant strikes yeah so you didn't pick around so i'm gonna pick uh conor mcgregor and i'm gonna go with round three round three tko tko yeah all right i, might, g- I might i might take that 1800 submission bet though <laughs> I'm gonna hey, you-, you knock somebody down the submission's there he might, hey. might might want to prove something after getting tapped out by khabib you put uh you put 50 on it you get you still get 900 yeah no it's more than that no. Oh, yeah. I if guess you put 100, so. you get yeah. 1,800. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Come on now. All right, I'm going to go. I'm not a math guy. <laughs> I'm going to go, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. I like them both, but I'm bigger fan of Dustin. But I'm going to go with Connor. Second round, TKO. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to look a lot. I think he's Dustin's going to try to pressure him a good a little bit. And Connor just keeps his range so good. And when Dustin comes in, he's going to hit him. And I think it's going to look a lot like the uh, – who did I say earlier? I can't remember his name. Eddie Alvarez fight. I think it's going to mm-hmm. look like that. Yeah. So, the only difference we had in there was Jessica I and Calderwood and how Dan Hooker wins and how Connor wins. Yeah. I think uh, I think second round is a good pick. I think Dustin's going to be really weary in the first round. I think he's going to try to get Connor tired. I don't think it's going to work. I think he's going to try to get him tired by pressuring yeah. him. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's one way to get him tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Nate Diaz way. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, that's it. I appreciate you coming on. All right, man. I guess you coming to the gym tonight? Yeah, um, I'm going to swing by after I finish you my class. You ain't coming to the Diablo gym. Get out of here. I am. I'm going by after I finish my class because i got to go see uh, Seth. Oh, yeah, Seth, Seth's got a fight coming up. So yeah. I told the Tyler dude to, to come up tonight because he's fighting on that card this weekend okay. just so we can – work on some stuff and he can use the sauna cool but all right everybody i appreciate y'all watching uh like and subscribe if you haven't and go check out the website the savageassociation.com and get you some hats and i don't have a shirt on right now but a bunch of cool gear on there and uh like and share peace all right